This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be featuring returning guest, assistant coach Mark Grenier, who will be teaming with Matt to face the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Dan. Welcome back to the Benchmark, and thank you for your support on Patreon. You specifically requested to face the duo of Eric and Dan, so please remind us where you're from, what teams you root for, and why you have a death wish. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I was in the, in the fall, I was listening to the show in my car, and uh, Matt was on a, I don't know, I don't want to call it epic losing streak, but he had lost a lot in a row, and he was, you know, begging for somebody to come on and... and uh, I don't know, or maybe warning people not to come on and team with him. And I said, you know what? I, I am game. I will play with Matt. And I sent the email I sent was uh, kind of uh, flippantly to say, yeah, and we'll take on Dan and Eric too. And lo and behold, look what's happening. So yeah, uh, I'm Mark Renier. I am from uh, Barrington, New Hampshire, where it is uh, a negative 20-ish wind chill all day today. Pretty brutal. Uh, I cheer for the New England teams, uh, the Patriots. I'm wearing my Troy Brown um, Patriots jersey. Um, Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox. I went to University of New Hampshire, so uh, cheer for all of our epic sports teams. Football is actually starting this weekend, which is strange. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. All right. Well, let's uh, hope that it's not a massacre. So asking you shall receive. We'll, we'll see what happens here. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Um, why don't you let us how, let know how you're doing and give me your team name, please. Uh, well, I'm doing good. I've been watching the show, the show Ted Lasso lately. I got into that here about, you know, five months after everyone else in the world did. But anyway, in Ted Lasso, uh, they make a comment about uh, words that sound like sounds or sounds that sound like words, kind of a deal or whatever. And uh, the word was uh, semantic satiation. So I don't know, Mark, do you think so that we can uh, force Scott to say that like 25 times tonight? Should we be called semantic satiation? I think that sounds great. Okay. Then our team name will be semantic satiation. (laughs) Easy for you to say. I don't even think I can say it once. So (laughs) Uh, you say double S. There we go. Yeah, that'll stand for something else. Uh, bring it over to Eric and Dan. Let's see how you guys are doing. We'll start with Eric. What's up? Um, I'm here, so that's good. Um, I It's to the point now in my life where I'm not sure where I'm going to be minute to minute. So I have a running gag at work currently where I'll just look at somebody. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. Her water just broke. So that's every five minutes I just walk up to somebody. And make, I got to get out of here. I think her water just broke. So when it actually happens no one's gonna believe me and that's kind of what i'm going for but so if you hear me say i gotta go it might be for real yeah by the time uh this comes out i would imagine that uh that would have already happened (laughs) if she's still pregnant by the time this episode comes out eric's gonna have a horrible life my 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 hope is to be recording and she comes down and tells me your water broke at some time between now and that happening and you're like, we're only in the third quarter. Can you just wait like about an hour? <laughs> Go sit in the corner. Come on. Wait in the car. I'll start it from here. It's a home birth at that point. Let's be real. Uh, Dan, how are you doing? And what's your team name going to be? I've uh, been trying to learn um, 
Excel, Google Sheets for, uh, for work. Actually, really not even for work, just for me to know how to do it, to learn all, you know, all the functions and all that fun stuff. And I, I, I've become pretty good at it being self-taught, but now anytime anything needs to be done with any type of spreadsheet at work, it's, it's, it's me now because nobody else there knows how to do it. So I've been um, looking at spreadsheets all day today, and that's not my job. So I've had a mathematical time today, and I'm looking to not do that anymore, at least not tonight. Round two is all math. Oh, <laughs> a math round. That's three, Eric. Stop. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, Eric and I are both uh, big fans of the movie The Princess Bride, and uh, we've been quoting it a lot lately. So tonight we are going to be, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> all right. Semantic satiation and anybody want a peanut? I got it right one time, Matt, and that's going to be it. <laughs> but I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to kick it back over to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. That's pretty good if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, was, that was good. It was solid. I feel like I understand the game, and that's all that matters. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. Question number one. In 1960, who hit the only Game 7 walk-off home run in Major League Baseball history? All right, we can check it in. All right, anybody want a peanut is checked in. Semantic satiation, you guys can talk it out. So is it like, is Pete? It's, it's... Um, like Not Mazeroski, but... Um, it's something like that. It's like, Matt, um, I keep thinking Luzinski. I've heard a lot of Dan talking about Greg Luzinski recently on, on the show, but it's not Greg Luzinski. Um, it's, it's, um, it might be Mazeroski. Yeah. Bill Mazeroski. That sounds right. It's yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So we can check that in. Over to anybody want a peanut. Would you guys come up with? The reason it sounds like Mazeroski is because it is Mazeroski. It's Bill Mazeroski. Both teams are correct. The only Game 7 walk-off home run in Major League Baseball history. I can think of a Game 6 walk-off home run. Yeah, I can think of that too. Sure you can. Matt, were you at that game? <laughs> the 1960 game, yes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Not game the 91? Nope. 1993 was the Game 6 walk-off home run. As was 1991. Well, the Game 6 and 93 actually won the series, though. Right, right. All right, question number two. Which current NFL head coach threw the very first pass in Carolina Panthers history? We can check in, Dan. All right. Anybody want a peanut is checked in. Semantics satiation. You guys can talk it out. Current head coach that was a quarterback yeah. in like 92, 93, 94. Uh, it was 94, 95, I think. So current, so I'm, I'm assuming this was a quarterback, right? It wasn't somebody else that threw a pass that was. This is the tailgate, so it should be a quarterback, right? What's the uh, what's coaches who were who were quarterbacks in the NFL? 
Sean Payton was a quarterback. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's him. Hmm. Uh, was it? Maybe it was Frank Reich. The time frame's about right, right? That Bills comeback was like 93. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it might be Frank Reich. Let's go with it. Okay, I'll check that in. I'll go over to Eric since he checked in very quickly. What was your answer? Came over straight from Buffalo. We checked in with Frank Reich. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Frank Reich. Brings us to question number three in the tailgate round. Which Raptor holds the franchise record for points scored in a game with 54? We're checked in. Anybody want a peanut has checked in. Semantic satiation. You guys can talk it out. So we had to narrow down to three, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, or um, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I can't, I don't think it would be Carter, but I, I don't know. He was a scorer, but he wasn't a big scorer. You know, he didn't have a lot of games. T-Mac was in that era when guys weren't scoring a ton of points because there weren't as many threes. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm more inclined to go to Kawhi. Yeah, I, I, I think Kawhi as well. We'll check in with that. Anybody want a peanut? Please share your answer. So Dan thought it happened fairly recently. And when you asked the question, the first name that popped in my head was uh, Fred Van Vliet. So it seemed to work. So we checked in with Fred Van Vliet. All right. One team receiving points. The correct answer is Fred Van Vliet. He accomplished this exactly one month ago from the date of this recording on February 2nd. Wow. I've not been watched. Not been watching enough this year. <laughs> I'll Venmo to you there, Bombeck. Who? Oh, I know who Fred Van Vliet is. Never Fred heard of him. Uh, he's the franchise leader in points in a game for the Raptors, Matt. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Heading into the first quarter, we have scores of anybody want a peanut with 30 and semantic satiation with 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. And that will bring us to today's first quarter, which will be, you guessed it, Pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one in pre and post game. He won the 2002 American League Rookie of the Year award and won the Lombardi Trophy in Super Bowl 40. All right, we'll check in. All right, anybody want a peanut has checked in. Semantic satiation, talk it out. We went around and around on the 2002 Rookie of the Year. I was stuck on either Chavez or. Tejada, but I don't think either one of them were rookies that year. I think Tejada might have run it the year before. But I think 2002 was uh, the Toronto kid, Eric Hinsky. Right. Well, he figured out that the Steelers who won the, yep, the Super Bowl that year. Yep, 2005 season, right? So the 2006 Super Bowl. 
would have been Super Bowl 40, which was Steelers versus the Seahawks. Sorry, um, sorry, Marcus. Uh, so now, is there anybody from the Steelers whose first name starts with Ski? <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can think of is if Keyshawn Johnson was on the team, but I don't, I don't <laughs> I think he was. Keyshawn Johnson being on the team. Um, I don't think we're, we're neither one of us are going to magically get this one. So let's think no. it's funny to say. <laughs> no, I still think we go with Keyshawn. Just in case. case. <laughs> okay, so we're going to check in with uh, Eric. Uh, uh, hence Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> and anybody want a peanut? I want to know your entire thought process, including both answers that you came up with, but also the one you eventually went with. Okay. Well, the coming from the baseball side, that was just a matter of me being able to cut through all of the garbage I was seeing in my head from looking at that list so many times. And yes, we came across the Blue Jay, Eric Hinsky. And then things got interesting. We got onto the Steelers and then we couldn't come off of Heath Miller for the longest time because Heath Miller would kind of worked, but then we're going to let, uh, we'll let Eric pick up the story from here. So, I mean, we listed almost every Steeler, nothing worked better than Heath Miller. And then I remembered they had one of my favorite names in the history of the NFL, Kimo Von Olhoffen. So we checked in <laughs> with Eric Henskimo von Olhoffen. Oh my gosh. One team getting points. The correct answer is Eric Henskimo von Olhoffen. Nice job, guys. Was that the actual answer you had? That is the actual answer. That's dirty pool. <laughs> Get the f- out of here, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question two in pre and post game. He was a two-time All-Star with the Phillies and a two-time world champion outfielder and finished his career with the Braves in 1959 with a 300 career batting average and over 2,300 hits. We're checked in. All right. Anybody want a peanut has checked in? Semantic satiation? You guys can talk it out. So you were thinking the first part might have been... Yeah, I think I was thinking Shane Victorino. Uh, So I'm almost positive he won... One with the Red Sox. And one with the Phillies. So Enos Slaughter is a name that works with Shane Victorino. So I say we go with Shane Victorinus Slaughter. So Shane Victorino Slaughter. Over to anybody want a peanut for their answer? I had Enos Slaughter in my head from the beginning. It's just one of those, when, whenever someone finishes with exactly a certain number, like exactly 300 or exactly 3000 hits, things like that. You tend to remember them. Um, so I had, you know, slaughter in my head from the beginning and we're trying to come up with the, the outfielder. And for just a second, I thought I had come up with, with an, an amazing pull because I thought it was Greg Lazinski. I really did, <laughs> but it turns out I, I, unless he played for another team that I can't remember, he only played for the Phillies and the white Sox. And he wasn't around when the Sox won their series. So there's no way that he won two series. And then uh, Eric said, I've got a name for the first part. What are you thinking for the second one? And so I told him, you know, Slaughter. And he said, well, mine works with that. He said, Shane Victorino. And I said, oh, well, you're right. It does. Let's, let's go with that. So we went with Shane Victorino Slaughter. And both teams are receiving points. That is correct. Eno Slaughter was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1985. It's a nice job on that one. I didn't know it because of 
the Braves, I didn't know because of the 300. I didn't, all I knew was when he said Shane Victorino, I was like, you know, slaughter. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of what I was hinging it on. If you could get to Victorino, then there, there aren't too many guys that you could throw in there. So question three in pre and post game, this forward will be playing in his first NBA all-star game later this month and was the NFL leader in passer rating for, for the 1998 regular season. We can check in. Okay. Semantic satiation is checked in. So yeah, I think for the first time, anybody want a peanut? You guys can talk it out. I, I, I'm almost positive it was Randall Cunningham. Yeah, that's just... I mean, all he did was throw the ball up to Moss. The Vikings had a legendary offensive season that year. It, it, it has to be him. And if it isn't him, then I'm thinking it has to be Vinny Testaverde because that was his season with the Jets. That was like amazing, amazing season. 12 and one with them. Yeah. So 98, that was, that was the, when the Falcons beat them in the, in the, the game that should not be named, I guess. We just don't talk about it. So who would it be on the NBA side? Randall? Julius? That's a name. Mason. <laughs> could it be anybody else julius randall i don't think it can i don't um yeah i think that's gotta be it all right so uh julius randall cunningham yeah that sounds right all right i'll throw it over to semantic satiation for your answer i'm, I'm happy to talk about the uh the falcons vikings 1998 nfc championship game because i lived in atlanta georgia uh for that season and it was a really fun season um I was young and I was working with a bunch of young guys from Georgia. And so, yeah, the 1998 passer rating, I immediately was like, Chris Chandler. I'm like, oh, no, wait, the Vikings were awesome that year. That's got to be around the Cunningham. And then I remembered I'm also not a huge recent NBA fan, but I know Julius Randle is, I think he's the favorite to win comeback player of the year. Um, so he's been really good with the Knicks this year. So Julius Randle Cunningham. And both teams are getting points. Correct answer is Julius Randall Cunningham. And uh, I don't need to get flavor text on the 1998 NFL season. So we'll just move on. Right, Dan? January 17th, 1999. I cried real tears that day. Real, real tears. Let's uh, move on to question number four in pre and post game. This guard was drafted in the first round in 1997 and won the Masters tournament in 2017. We'll check in. Anybody want a peanut has checked in semantic satiation. Talk it out. Yeah. So this was 97 was the Tim Duncan draft. Okay. Chauncey Bills was drafted in that 97 draft also. Yep. Um, then I know that Tracy McGrady was also in that draft. Yeah. I, I also know that uh, Bobby Jackson was in that draft, but I'm pretty sure I was there a golfer whose last name was Bobby or Bob. No. I'm pretty sure that 2017 was Sergio. Chauncey Billups, Sergio Garcia would work, right? Like, there's an S there. Okay, so we're going to check in with Chauncey Billups, Sergio Garcia. I'll throw it over to anybody want a peanut for their answer. Take it away, Dan. This one was tough. Um, we got Sergio Garcia right away. Um, the, um, the 1997 Final Four that the Minnesota Gophers were definitely not in because I don't, definitely don't remember them playing against Kentucky in that game where Ron Mercer killed them. It's uh, Ron 
Mercergio Garcia. One team getting points. The correct answer is Ron Mercergio Garcia. All right, question five in pre and post game. This longtime Packer left the team and signed with the Vikings in 2006 and won back-to-back world figure skating championships in the mid-90s. Yep, that's it. Check in. Anybody want a peanut has checked in? Semantic satiation, you guys can talk it out. Matt has thrown me a name of Ryan Longwell for the kick for the for the Packer who signed with the Vikings. So I'm trying to think of figure skaters that would work with that name. And I, for the men, I can't. Well, there was Elvis Stoico. Oh, there you go. Ryan Longwell, Longwell, Elvis Stoico. Longwell, Longwell, Stoico. There you go. It works. Ryan Longwell, Stoico. There you go. Check, <laughs> check that in. Over to Eric and Dan for your answer, please. We're stuck on... Uh... I was stuck on Darren Sharper for a while, but but he's a scumbag. So we well, right, that. exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, but then we came to Ryan Longwell, and then it was just a matter of time before we got to Elvis Stoico. So Ryan Longwell, this Stoico for one hundred. No, <laughs> no, for twenty, and you will be receiving that. And so with the other team, the correct answer is Ryan Longwell, this Stoico. Nice work on that. All right. After the first quarter, we have a score of anybody want a peanut with 130 and semantic satiation with 80. Today's second quarter will be an oldie, but a goodie. This is going to be let it ride or throw in the towel. Let it ride or throw in the towel. For this quarter, there will be five questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question, or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of the points that they have accumulated in the quarter. Yeah, the theme for this quarter will be Major League Baseball Rookie of the Year Award winners. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> I know who won an 2 I will give you the league, the year, and the position. You just give me the player. Again, no prior knowledge of anything Dan has been studying when I wrote this. Question number one. 1967 American League second base we're we're checked in all right anybody want a peanut has checked in (laughs) semantic satiation you guys can talk it out 1967 yeah 67 i was like yeah 67 yeah has won the yeah has won the uh triple crown that year um it's got to be somebody recognizable oh certainly yeah but i'm just there's a bunch of wait Tony Oliva. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you play for? Uh, the Twins. Wait, now, hold on. Let me think of this. Or was he 66? I mean, the, the first one is supposed to be relatively easy, right? They're supposed to get harder as it goes along. That's what I'm so thinking. This would be a name that either I would know or we would know, and he knew I was playing this game, which yep. makes me think it's probably almost certainly Tony Oliva. All right. I Let's got nothing it. better, so. Okay. We're going to lock in. Check. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Matt is self-destructing. It's going off the rails. Matt is off the rails. We're going to check in with Tony Oliva. That's all right. Woodshed. <laughs> Semantic satiation has checked in with Tony Oliva. Uh, Dan, do you want to put Matt out of his misery? Matt is going to completely implode I, when he I hears this. I put this in here for Matt today. Tony Oliva did win the uh, Rookie of the Year. He was an outfielder, though. The second baseman has mad hits. That's how we got the... Uh, that's how we got the rookie of the year. It's Rod Carew. I thought he was a rookie year in like 71, 72. So, all right. Well, that was fun. All right. <laughs> the correct answer is Rod hmm. Carew. Uh, so one team has a decision to make here. So anybody want a peanut? Would you like to let it ride or throw in the towel? No more rhymes. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? I'm just going to ask the next question because I know you guys are letting it ride. <laughs> the minute his head comes in view, hit it with the rock. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the next question. Question two. 1977 National League outfielder. Put in, you put in questions for Matt. Nothing for me on this one. <laughs> um, It's... uh. Eric, I'm pretty sure it's um, the Hawk, Andre Dawson. Like it. Yeah. We'll go with Andre Dawson. Checking in with Andre Dawson, and the correct answer is Andre Dawson. Nice job. Let it ride or throw in the towel. It's all gravy now, right? We can. What year? <laughs> we get the year. <laughs> yeah, you will if you oh, let right. it ride. You know how I feel, Dan. I think we should go at least one more. At least two more. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, question number three. Eric, this might be a little bit more in your baseball wheelhouse. I'm not sure. Question three, 2003, American League shortstop. Um, Is that... It's... um. Oh, we can talk. Um, we don't have to type anything. Yeah, it's, it's um. Uh, Kansas City. Royals, uh, Angel Baroa. Yes, yes, that's it. We'll check that in. Checking in with Angel Baroa, who um, beat out Hideki Matsui, uh, who a lot of people were upset about that year. But the correct answer is Angel Baroa. Nice job. Gentlemen, let it ride or throw in the towel. I, Dan, you tell me, because if it stays in this area, if it goes, I'm good. But if not... I, I'm good back into the 70s, so. Okay, I'm good from, like, mid-90s up. And it started in, like, the mid-40s, so we've got a pretty good shot. Okay. Let's do it. One more, at least. One more. All right, letting it ride for question four. Going to be happy you did, I think. 2009 National League outfielder slash second baseman. I don't know if Dan studied both lists or if he only did AL, so. Well, I, I looked at National League first and then realized that it's there were a lot of them, a lot wow. of people who were who won the National League Rookie of the Year and and made it into the Hall of Fame, but there were only five in the American League. So that kind of wrote the list for me. Um, oh, nine. It was the year before uh, Buster Posey, 2010. Okay. 
And then wasn't when was Braun? Braun was a few years earlier, like oh seven, oh six, oh seven, something like that. And then there's the catcher. I the Marlins the had Cubs. two. The Marlins had two very close to one another. Well, the one was Hanley. He was mid. Yeah, that was like oh five, oh six, something like that. So it's it's definitely not him. It's the other one. Um, oh, 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 oh. Chris, Chris. See, it starts with a C. Chris. Coughlin? Cough, Coughlin. Coughlin, Coughlin. Yes, that's it. So it's definitely the Marlins, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other Marlin. It's the question of whether that was the year. Posey was 10. Braun was seven. Then there was that, uh, who was the catcher for the Cubs? Soto. Soto. Um, he was around then. It has to be. If it's an outfielder, it. Well, it's a outfielder second base slash, slash second baseman. So I see the name. I just. Yeah, it, it has to be because it was, there were two of them. It was. R- Ramirez was like, what, 06, something like that? Yeah. 506, something like that. And then Braun won the next year. Yeah. Then there were a couple, and then Buster Posey. Yeah, it's the right time. It has to be. It has to be Chris yeah, it, Then it's like Harper, Kimbrell, like that area. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll check in with uh, Chris Coughlin. All right. The correct answer is, and I will accept it, I believe it's pronounced Chris Coughlin, but that yeah. is correct. Yeah, I only see the names written. I never hear them. <laughs> never hear them. Fair enough. That, uh, yeah, wow. That's insane, guys. Nice job. All right. So, let it ride or throw in the towel. Is this four? This is the last one. You have you five. got four already. I don't know. I don't know if I got it. Um, that was rough. He's going to go back to like the thir- 40s, right? This is Probably. Be- Probably. I definitely think you should, you should definitely go for it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't feel it. What? There's some, if you go back into the, if you go back in time, like forties and fifties, there's some names in there that I'm not going to remember. Yeah. Cause there's no way he does anything post 2010. Right. Um, there's no way he throws somebody from Minnesota back at you. So that no. kind of takes, who's that guy from the mid nineties? It takes Marty Cordova yes, out. He's out. Um, and Chuck yeah. Knobloch. I guess he's going to try to guess. <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to think of what obscure names uh, there might be that you might throw. But if it well, goes you know what? He'll, like he'll the... tell us what, he'll tell us what, what the question is anyway. So let's, okay, let's just stop where we are. All right. We're out. So you guys are going to throw in the towel. Yeah. All right. Let's see if you guys would have got it. I'll open this up to everyone. Question five. Didn't go that far back. 1998 American League outfielder. We would have got it, Dan. It's. um, We would have got it. Who is it? It's Ben Grieve. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) It is Ben Grieve. I was terrified of the 40s. That's that's really what that was. If you would have said anything. All right, let's uh, just rip this Band-Aid off. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. I gave you Rod Karoom. I don't know what else you, you could ask from me. What year was Tony Oliva? Was he 65? 64. 
I just do not do not associate Rod like, Carew with the, second the, base. The guy's got mad hits, like, and I only know that because of this podcast. All right, heading into halftime, we have scores of anybody want a peanut with three hundred and thirty, and semantic satiation still with eighty. But that's okay, man. It's anyone's game. <laughs> they're they're not, not completely really. dead. They're not. They're mostly. <laughs> they're mostly dead. <laughs> It just so happens that your friend here is still some alive. (laughs) All right. It is now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points. Question one. What actor portrayed Greg Louganis in a made-for-TV movie in 1997? Check in. All right. Anybody want a peanut has checked in. Matt Doherty has a face, and his team can talk it out. This is not working out as how I had planned. Uh, um, I mean, um, 1997... What was the dude that was the wrestler on Saved by the Bell? Mario. No, not Mario Lopez. Is yeah, Mario? Mario Lopez. Yeah, let's go with that. Good a guess as any. <clears throat> sure. Check it in. All right. Semantic Satiation checking in with Mario Lopez. Anybody want a peanut? What was your answer? Oh, you want me to just... <laughs> One of you <laughs> needs to talk. <laughs> was... I'm way back here. This is your answer. I figured you were just... All right, to... fine. <laughs> I'll take it then. Fine. Of all the names you could have just thrown out there, you threw Mario Lopez out there? That's that's the right answer. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and with a little bit of redemption here for Matt, the correct answer is Mario Lopez. To be fair, I really like that answer, Matt. That was as soon as you said it, I was like, yep, that makes a ton of sense. Matt, there's yeah. no way you just pulled that out. There had to be something behind that. No, I just, to be honest with you, I remember Greg Luganis was like, he was tan and he was, you know, was muscular, obviously. I thought like, what tan, muscular, horrible person, horrible actor. Horrible person. I don't remember. He's a great person. Sorry. He's probably the best person on that show. Yeah, seriously. You want to punch Stuart Scott? What? All right. Question two in halftime. What tennis player appeared in the music video for the Lonely Island song, I Just Had Sex? What? Hold on, Dan. I'm out. I'm going to have to hold on because I'm out. <laughs> You're not familiar? No. You mean this person uh, wasn't on Mass Singer? I'm totally uh, confused. Is Lonely Island the name of the band? Yes. Yeah, Lonely Island is like the Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. In a box, guys. Can't say that. Bleep, bleep that out, Josh. That's me. No, this is Dan. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Dan. Dan, we can check it. Oh, wait. Yes, I do know this. Hold okay. on. We're checked in. We're checked in. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut has checked in? Matt's racking his brain. Uh, you guys can talk it out. Um, I might be thinking of the wrong one. No, no, you know, I'm thinking of the wrong one. I'm thinking of the one where the two of them both hook up with uh, the same girl. That's Lady Gaga. So, but I can't. So, no, I've never seen this Great one. I have player. no idea. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Lady Gaga's just, got an I... amazing backhand. 
I picked a bad night to get like absolutely demolished in this game. <laughs> yeah, a bad day to stop sniffing glue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what helps with that? What? Meth. No, 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 kids, kids, kids. No. Do not do, do not do drugs, uh, kids. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. You think, you think basically, product. I don't have no idea. Like I have, that sounds like the type of thing he would do. I don't know. Sure. But I have no I, idea. I would imagine if those two goopballs, it would have been a woman that he, in the video yeah. that they were having sex with. So you're thinking yeah. they had sex with Andy Roddick? They could have. Let's do it. We're going to check in with Andy Roddick. Let's do it. All right, checking in with Andy Roddick. Anybody want a peanut? What did you guys come up with? So we checked in with Johnny McEnroe, but I'm the more I think about it, I'm not positive, but I think that it's the first name that popped in my head. Well, it was a male tennis star, and one of you is correct. The answer is John McEnroe. Oh, geez. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Andy Roddick, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I feel like I like that better. It's basically pretty much what we answer is going to be wrong, and and whatever Eric and Dan say is going to be right. So, mm-hmm. but the Jessica Elba's in that video, and it's great. I was going to say, yeah, you, you can't really pay attention to Mac. And is Roke. that the video where they're on a boat? No, no, wait, no, no that's I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that one has a mass Singer champion in it, Dan. Uh, is that T Pain? That is T Pain. Yes, it is. The monster. All right. Question number three. During the movie Knocked Up. Ben, Allison, and Debbie bust in on Pete during a secret fantasy baseball draft. What player does Pete excitedly tell his wife that he just drafted? We can check in. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Never did I think the Any- fact that I haven't seen Knocked Up would hurt me on a sports trivia podcast. Oh Anybody want a peanut is checked God. in? God. Semantic satiation. Talk it out. I don't know which one I'm more like uh, frustrated by this ridiculous question and all of these ridiculous questions or the fact that they are checking in within like milliseconds of them being answered. I can't talk. The only thing I know about this scene specifically is that he's wearing an Orioles hat. I know that, but it wasn't an Orioles player that he drafted, but I do remember him wearing an Orioles Orioles hat. That was my original question and I changed it. Was I right? Is he wearing an Orioles hat? I have no idea, Matt. I know. I think he's got Orioles hat and jersey on. I think he has a jersey. I think I remember a jersey. I don't know if he's wearing a hat, but he definitely has a jersey on. I think it's both. God, when did that movie come out, Matt? Like like two thousand four or six ish. No, maybe a little bit later. The odds. Yeah, somewhere like between oh four and ten. Yeah, late two thousand. So, who could be excited about that would be funny? Is there, I'm just trying Should to think of like popping? a guy. Yeah, I mean, I've that's a guy that I, mean, I DH in, in fantasy baseball. DH is only you know, there's only 15 of them, so yeah, it's hard to uh, have a one uh, in the backup. Honestly, the first name that I thought of when I thought about baseball players in the late 2000s is David Ortiz. So let's do it. Yeah, checking in with David Check Ortiz. All right, semantic satiation is checked in with David Ortiz. Throw it over to Eric, who checked in in a millisecond, according to Matt, for the answer. I checked in pretty quick. I hope I'm right. This is the only name I remember him saying. He says, uh, I'm pretty sure he gets uh, Hideki Matsui. It's my fantasy baseball draft. Got Matsui. 
The correct answer is Matsui. I would have accepted Hideki or Kaz because he didn't specify in the movie. We'll just move right on to question four, Matt. Thank you. Yep. You're not going to like this one either. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Finish the lyric from the Nelly song, Heart of a Champion. The MVP of the game, intensity still the same. I'm shooting out of my rain with blank type aim. Yeah, what we want to go with that? <laughs> that last one. I yeah, I mean, it kind of fits. I don't know. So let me check in. All right. Semantic satiation is checked in. Something about a peanut. You guys can talk it out. Talking about aim, it has to be a has to be a quarterback, I would think. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember Ray Lewis's name comes up in the song, but not at that part. Brady, Rogers, not Rogers. Brady, Manning, McNabb. He wasn't terribly accurate. MVP of the game, intensity still the same. I'm shooting out from my reign with Brady type aim. No. Shooting out from my reign with Manning type aim. Shooting out from my reign with Kaepernick type aim. Unitas. Breeze. Breeze type aim. Uh, between those two, I like I like Manning better with the uh, the cadence of the song. Okay. What about Ray Lewis? Does Ray Lewis fit in there? Does he aim? He uh he did once. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say bingo. <laughs> and we got a bingo. So I, I I was in I was in Buck I was in Buckhead that night when all that stuff was going down. Like it was it was crazy that Super Bowl weekend. I think MVP is a clue to it. Okay. So we have to go with somebody that was an MVP. So that I think that's Brady or Manning. All right. Which one? I don't know you, you which like, one. You like you like Manning better, so let's go. Well, I like Manning one. better than a than a one syllable word with the yeah, which is so let's go Brady. <laughs> so I mean, you want to go Manning? Out of the two, yeah, you like it better, so let's go with it. Well, out of the two, okay. I'm putting this sure. on you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> you guys are ahead by ten thousand points. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, Joe Namath. <laughs> I didn't say anything about kissing. Um, let's, go with, let's, let's go with Peyton Manning. Then. Peyton Manning. All right. Checking in with Peyton Manning. Semantics, satiation. What did you guys come up with? I, I went, I mean, neither of us had a clue. I was certainly thinking basketball all the way. Um, and Kobe fit in nicely. So I said, well, we checked in with Kobe. The MVP of the game, intensity still the same. I'm shooting out from my brain with Kobe Bryant type aim. Does sound really good, but it's not the right answer. Oh, come on. Uh, it's the MVP of the game, intensity still the same. I'm shooting out from my brain with Peyton Manning type aim. The correct answer is Peyton Manning. Of course it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, are you surprised? Oh my gosh. The target looks like this big right now. <laughs> 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 Matt, the good thing is there's only one more. Thank you. Oh Kevin. my gosh. It's like it's like that when Jordan was shooting up everything and everything was going in. He's just like <laughs> Yeah. One one more of these and then two more rounds. Sure. Let's pick and roll, Matt. We'll come make our comeback. You're damn right. 
Question five in halftime. What 11-year veteran running back made his in-ring wrestling debut in 2017 for Impact Wrestling? Something's tickling my my head on this one. It's like I should know the answer to this, but I don't know why I should know the answer to this. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting. Uh you want to check in with that first one, Matt? Yeah, that first one. All right. Yeah, we're checked in. Okay, so semantic satiation has checked in. I would tell anybody want a peanut to talk it out, but uh Dan's in the mind palace. So I guess we'll just wait. I got the connection. I figured out what the connection was. Alice strikes again. Uh, They're checked in, so you're good. Okay. The the connection is is it's 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 a local guy. I think I know who it is. Who do you think it is? Is it D'Angelo Williams? It is D'Angelo Williams. Oh, get out of here. Yep. Okay. Anybody want a peanut? Is checked in with D'Angelo Williams. Semantic satiation. What did you guys come up with? So Matt sent me a message of what about those two guys from Carolina? And I was like, no, that was what I was talking about. No, they, I don't think they played long enough <laughs> or, or, or were retired. Top of my head. <laughs> oh, I knew both their names, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, dis- dismissed them uh, and checked in with Marion Barber. Cause that was all I could think of for a guy who might've been drafted around 2005. And maybe played for 10 or 11 years. All right. Checking in with Marion Barber. I probably personally would have went with like Cadillac Williams, more of a wrestling name. But uh, yeah. one team getting points. The correct answer is D'Angelo Williams. Uh, he teamed up with Moose in his one and only match, who was actually a former offensive lineman, Quinn Ojanaka. And he won the match and then promptly retired. So he is 1-0 and in his wrestling career. It's over, Matt. We uh, we missed out on breaking 100 there, Mark. So. <laughs> no, you, you got one right. <laughs> yeah, we could have got to 100. Mario Lopez. Or you, or you get 20. Oh, we get 20 for that. Right. No, going over 100. That's right. Oh, I'm okay. Right. All right. Gotcha. My fault, Matt. You can fire me from the team. Oh, I. <laughs> Number one, I don't care. Number two, yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't care either. I'm having a great time. This is comical. Yeah. (laughs) Heading into the second half, we have a score of anybody want a peanut with 430 and semantic satiation finally with 100. Hey, the good news is today's third quarter will be pick and roll. Pick and roll. For this quarter, there will be four lists containing 10 items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the two lists they want, and the team winning coming into the quarter will receive the remaining two lists. If the team does not correctly identify all ten items from a list, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The teams will alternate trying to complete their lists. Each item is worth ten points. Now we got to think about this one, Mark. We might need to do some gamesmanship here. I, yeah, it's going to think long and hard. I, we're we're going to intentionally miss a bunch of questions when it's our turn, just <laughs> just so we can get two lists. Here are your four lists. And since semantic satiation is trailing, you guys will be able to select your two lists. Your four lists are 
the first 10 unique NBA slam dunk champions, 2006 NFL rushing leaders, the most X Games gold medals, and the top 10 players with the most games played for the 1975 Big Red Machine Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> Do you have a clue of when the slam dunk started, Matt? Start thinking of your Xbox winners, Eric. Xbox, Xbox winners. I mean, your X, <laughs> X Games winners. <laughs> Eric's like me. I'm an Xbox winner. Dan, are you drinking Ooh, bourbon now? Or is that... <laughs> no, not tonight. That's, that's only on Saturdays. Oh, my gosh. That was funny. Maybe you should start. Um, the X Games, I actually know. I watch the X Games, I think. I think that stuff's all pretty cool. I do remember that we just uh, we just covered some uh, '70s era Cincinnati Reds Cincinnati Red stuff here recently, so I have yeah, a few and, of those names fresh in my brain. And they beat the Red Sox, so I, I have seen some of those games. So if you want to go with the Reds, and then uh, the X Games, either that or the Slam Dunk, or Slam I mean. Dunk. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, either one. I'm good with either one. I would be helpful more with the Reds than anything else. <laughs> yep. Why don't we do the Reds and the Slam Dunk Champions? Sounds good. I like it. All right. The first list will be the 10 players with the most games played for the 1975 Big Red Machine Cincinnati Reds. Nine. Nine with the last one you just wrote. Yeah. And then I wrote those last two. Pick one of those two. I think the second one is a is a baseball name. Okay, so scrap that first one. Okay, we can yeah, go ahead he, and check in. Okay. All right, semantic satiation is checked in. Go ahead and reveal your list. All right, we'll go uh, Johnny Bench, uh, Tony Perez, Joe Morgan, Pete Rose, Dave Concepcion, uh, Ken Griffey, or George. We call him George on this podcast. Then I don't know his first name, but Foster. Pretty sure it's George. Okay, okay, there you go. Um, then, then Mark thinks that maybe Tony Oliva was on that uh, on that team. Then uh, I don't know his first name either, but I remember an outfielder named Geronimo because that's kind of a remember a memorable name, but I don't have no idea. And then the last one, I only remembered it because it sounds like Drysdale. That Dryzen. So that's ten, right? That is ten. You got the number that I anticipated you'd get on this one. Eight correct answers. You got Pete Rose with 162 games played. <laughs> My favorite name too, Matt. Cesar Geronimo. Oh, hey. 148 right. games played. Joe Morgan with 146. Johnny Bench with 142. Dave Concepcion with 140. Tony Perez with 137. George, we call him George Foster, with 134. <laughs> and Ken, Matt calls him George Griffey, with 132. So the Tony Oliva we were wrong about, and then that miscellaneous name that I can't remember, Dryzen or whatever? I don't remember seeing Tony Oliva's name on this list when I looked at it earlier. That Dryzen guy very well could have been on the team. He just didn't have enough games played. So two left for anybody want a peanut. They named the entire starting lineup. So yeah, I figured um, they would. Dryzen Dryzen rings a bell now that you say it, but he obviously wasn't one. I only know a couple bench players from this team, and I don't know if either one of them are going to be this. But we get two shots. So the two names that I 
know that were on the bench are uh, Terry Crowley and uh, one of the Vukovic's. I think it was John. That's that's all I got. I don't know who else would have been on the bench for that team. So we'll go with uh, Crowley and Vukovic. Crowley and Vukovic. And of those two names, neither are correct. So it will stay at eight points. The last two, which honestly I would have been impressed if anyone got them. With 93 games played, we have Merv Rettenmund. And with 90 games played, Doug Flynn. Eight out of ten uh, there, guys. Very, very good. We'll move over to anybody want a peanut. And your first list will be the 2006 NFL rushing leaders. All right, we're, we're going we're gonna to check. Anybody want a peanut has checked in. So go ahead and give your list. So I'm fairly positive these were one and two just for fantasy purposes. It was uh, Tomlinson and Larry Johnson. Um, Dan suggested uh, Chester Taylor, so I'll, I'm not going to doubt him on that, something Minnesota-related. Then we have Frank Gore, <laughs> uh, Tiki Barber, Fast Willie Parker, uh, Rudy Johnson, Steven Jackson, Brian Westbrook, and Thomas Jones. All right. Well, I will tell you that you guys did not get all 10, so there will be some work done from the other team. I will tell you that you got nine. Oh. And you missed by one yard with Thomas Jones. It's going to be the other guy. Yep. So there was one yard separating number 10 and number 11. So number one is Ladanian Tomlinson with 1,815. Number two, Larry Johnson, 1,789. Number three, Frank Gore, 1,695. Number four, Tiki Barber, 1,662. Number five, Steven Jackson, 1,528. Number six, Fast Willie Parker, 1,494. Number seven, Rudy Johnson, 1,309. Number eight, Brian Westbrook, 1,217. And number nine for Dan, Chester Taylor, 1,216. Semantic satiation, let me know if you guys can figure out who that is. So we've got three names we're throwing around. He said Sean Alexander. I said Travis Henry. And then I mentioned uh, Edron James. I mean, I think out of those three names, like I like Edron James the best. I'm okay with any of the three of them. Travis Henry is the first one I came up with. Hold Sean on Alexander, here. that might have been. Sean Alexander was, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking it was the year before um, yeah, when they were in the like Super a, Bowl. He went like a crazy year the year before, didn't he? Yeah, that was the year. I think he set the record. kind of fell off a little bit the next year, didn't he? The touchdown record. And didn't yeah. he for 2,000 yards? He might have got hurt. Yeah, so I think Sean Alexander's probably out of it. Yeah, me too. But you like Edge over Travis Henry? Dan, where's your D12? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Roll your D12, Dan. Odds are uh, odds are Travis Henry even Edge James. Don't lie. It always it always rolls odds. So it does. Yeah, always. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it, it, but it always has for some well, reason. Then there you go. Oh, it always has. It's so still odd. It was. It was a nine. It was a nine. Yeah. <laughs> so which one did we say? I forget. Odds was Travis Henry, or e- odds was Edwin James. I think odds was Travis. You know All what? Right. Let's go with Travis Henry. <laughs> Travis Henry. Check checking in with Travis Henry. 
All right. So the reason I chose this year is because 23 different guys rushed for a thousand yards in 2006. Uh, Wills McGahee finishing 10 yards short of making it 24. Some notable guys that ran for a thousand yards that year. Michael Vick, Tatum Bell, Joseph Adai, Julius Jones, Liddell Betts, and the person that finished 10th, Travis Henry. As soon as you said, as soon as you said Joseph Adai, I'm like, thank God we. Oh, uh, I mean, Edge had a good year. No, he ran for almost 1,200 with Arizona, but he uh, he finished 12th. Well, that's right. So. He was with Arizona. He just missed that uh, Colts. That was that was uh, Sean Alexander's beginning of the end. Yeah, that's he got right. He only yeah. played 10 games that year. He yeah. he uh, he went downhill real fast. Yeah, he was out in three after his huge 1,800 yard season. He was out of the league in three years. Yep. Brings us to the next list for semantics, whatever it's called. Satiation. Satiation. And that is the uh, the first 10 unique NBA slam dunk champions. So, Mark, your list has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. Oh, I see you didn't have a comma between those two. Okay. Yeah. So that whole list. That's right. Go for it. That's right. So, wait. Right. I'm sorry. You guys are checking in? Yeah, we're ready to check in. All right. Uh, go ahead and reveal your list. Uh, so the first name, I, the first one, I'm pretty sure was Larry Nance. And then we went Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Spud Webb, D. Brown, Harold Miner, J.R. Ryder, Kenny Skywalker. And then the last two are getting, getting later in the years. So I, we went with Kobe and Sed Sabalos. And you guys actually did better than you did on your first list. You got nine out of ten. And I will read them off here. You got 1984, Larry Nance, Dominique Wilkins in 1985 and 1990, Spud Webb in 1986, Michael Jordan in 1987 and 1988, Kenny Skywalker in 1989, D. Brown in 1991, Cedric Sabalos in 1992, Baby Jordan, Harold Miner in 1993 and 1995, and of course, Matt New. Uh, Isaiah J.R. Ryder in 1994. So there is one left on the list for anybody want a peanut to there. Yeah, it's 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 Brent Berry. It is Brent Berry in 1996. Well done. Okay, I got we've got a I got a clarifying question on X Games. Is it so? It's su- winter or summer. It's, winter it's or summer. Is it men or women? Medals. Any any just gold medals in the X Games combined. Wow. Same. X Games, not my thing. I'm just naming p- names I've heard. Let's just go with what we got. All right, I'll just pick random other than the first like five we had. Yeah. All right, you guys checked in? Yeah, we're going to check in. Anybody want a peanut? checked in. Go ahead and name them off. Um, so we went with Tony Hawk, uh, McMorris, Burnquist, White, Pastrana, Mira, uh, McGrath, Chloe Kim, Tanner Hall, uh, Westcott, and Christy. Did you say Scott McGrath? Mark McGrath. <laughs> that was the Mark I said. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> McGrath, Mark. Um, all right, so let me, you guys. Podcast, got... podcast favorite, Mark McGrath. I love Mark McGrath. <laughs> I met him at a... Uh, 
met him at a uh, what's it called? Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. Oh, cheesecake yeah. Factory. Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taylor. <laughs> All right, you guys uh, successfully named five on the list here. Uh, so you got Sean White with fifteen. Uh, Bo Bernquist with fourteen. Dave Mira also with fourteen. Travis Pastrana with eleven. And Tony Hawk with 10. And there are five left for Mark and Matt. And you no. guys can just talk it out. For Mark. Yeah, I had uh, a lot of their names on my list. So I'm just trying to think. I have one of my You got friends. Kelly Clarkson here. No way. Kelly, Kelly Clark. <laughs> Kelly Clark. Uh, just <laughs> Kelly Clark. She's a snowboarder. Brian Deegan. Dana McCaskill. That's just names I'm thinking of in my head. And there's a guy who wins all the snowmobile things. Tucker Hibbert. Jimmy Polaris. <laughs> I feel like there's some I'm missing because I do watch the X Games. I, I... Mark Articat. Yes, yep. I say Frank Articat. <laughs> Jimmy Skidoo. All right. So I've got. <laughs> I can only think of four names. Um, and I don't know. And Mark McGrath. Right. Yeah. So um, Matt came up with none of these. um which is which is fine uh so i came up with uh yeah brian deegan danny mccaskill kelly clark and i'm pretty sure his name's tucker hibbert i know he wins like every snowmobiling thing so i'm hoping that's enough but all right so yeah all of them have a lot of medals but none of them have 10 golds yet um just i think too recent for them you had to think uh, a little ways back on this list so uh, with 10 gold medals, we have Lindsay Jacobellis. That's the, I couldn't, I was like, who's the girl who fell in the yep. Olympics <laughs> in, in the snow cross, ski or cross thing? Yep. All right. Yep. A uh, name that I'm surprised Eric didn't come up with because he was all over the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Also with 10 is Bucky Lastic. Bucky Lastic? Uh, I thought that was a made up name. Somebody's made trying, up porno name. I was trying to think of. <laughs> Trying to think Throwing. of old school skateboarders. I knew there was going to be yeah. some older school skateboarders in there. Uh, number six with 12 medals is uh, more recent. Uh, Nyjah Houston. Don't know anything about him. Uh, number five with 13 golds, Garrett Reynolds. And with 14, uh, tied with Bo Burnquist and Dave Mira, is Jamie Bestwick. That's Tell me name. about Bucky Lastic one more time. I want to hear about him. Lastic, no T. L-A-S-E-K. <laughs> well he has 10 x games gold medals i can tell you that he was on tony hawk pro skater he's flexible all right let's just move on because x games right all right you guys made up some ground i said that was a good quarter for us yeah not bad after the third quarter we have scores of anybody want a peanut with 580 and semantics salutations or whatever the hell they're called with 280 and that will bring us to the fourth quarter the fourth quarter known as put your fours up this quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total the categories for today are as follows really simple first Second, third, fourth, 
fifth. First is NBA. Second, baseball. Third is the NFL. Four, Eric, is the NHL. And five is the NFL draft. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. And now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of first. Who was the first number one overall pick to be inducted into the National Basketball Hall of Fame? All right, we're checked in. Anybody want a peanut has checked in? Semantics, satiations. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, we have a, f- a few names we're kicking around. I mean, this is a heck of a question, Scott, to be because like, I know, you know, it's like, well, who was drafted when? When did the draft even start? And then that person would have to have potentially not played as long as somebody else. So, I mean, we're thinking the drafted start draft started somewhere around 1960. The more I think of it, it had to have been back in the fifties. Probably earlier. Back. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like in the mid fifties or something, which then I think brings up another name. Cause we brought up Oscar Robertson, um, Robinson. Russell. Yeah, I like, know Russell won the San Francisco won the NCAA championships. I think in like 58 and 59 back to back or 59, 60. Something well, then like that. that brings up a name I think was before them that I think he has to be in the hall of fame. And I'm pretty sure he was, he might've even been in the last draft pick by the Minneapolis Lakers was Elgin Baylor. But I don't, go, I mean, I, I, I don't even know if Russell went number one or Russell. Russell <laughs> but Elgin Baylor would have been a couple of years before uh, the big O right. Yeah. Cause Elgin Baylor would have been in the late, late fifties, like 50, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. So if you think if you think Elgin Baylor was drafted before 1960, all right, we're gonna go ahead and check in with Elgin Baylor for what did we say 35 points. All right, checking in with Elgin Baylor for 35 points. Anybody want a peanut? Your answer and wager, please. So we had it down to Oscar Robert, Robertson or Elgin Baylor. Um, they were both drafted around the same time. Just trying to figure out who was inducted first. So we didn't. We tried not to overthink it, and we just went with Elgin Baylor for seventy-two points. Both teams checking in with Elgin Baylor. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Elgin Baylor, drafted in nineteen fifty-eight, inducted in nineteen seventy-seven. The Big O drafted number one in nineteen sixty, inducted in nineteen eighty. Question number two in the category of second: Four second basemen have amassed at least three thousand career hits. Who is the all-time hit leader at the position? I'm fine with that. Yeah, it was your gut. Go with it. Yeah, that was the first name that I thought of. So we can check in. Semantic satiation is checked in. Anybody want a peanut? Talk it out. I think I can name all four of the uh, second basemen who have 3,000 hits. Name them. Um, Well, um, Biggio and Carew both barely got over 3,000. Carew had mad hits. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he had like 3,000 of them. Um, Former rookie then, of the year, Matt. Um, Eddie Collins did. And the other one is, this is a this is a, this is a name for you, Matt. Nap LeJoy. <laughs> so I think it's got to be either LeJoy or Collins because I, I, I'm pretty sure that both Biggio and Carew barely got over 3,000. And I don't really have a, a good beat on either one of these. I Eric. would only say Collins just because I know he played for the White Sox. It's the only reason I know that name. 
So I guess we're going to go with Eddie Collins because he played for the White Sox. Love Check it. that in. All right. 72 points. Checking in for 72 points with Eddie Collins because he played for the White Sox. And over to Semantic Satiation for your answer. And Matt, your wager, please. We checked in with Roberto Alomar for 70 points. All right. One team is getting points. The correct answer, just because he's a White Sox, is Eddie Collins. And that's 3,315 hits. Him and LaJoy are separated by less than 100, so it's very close. One time being a White Sox fan has paid off and probably the (laughs) only time in history. (laughs) Question three in the category of third. What wide receiver led the league this past season in receptions on third down that resulted in a first down? Go with that one, Mark. Yeah, that just... As soon as he said that, I, I, yeah, so we can, we can check in. All right. Semantic satiation is checked in. Anybody want a peanut? Let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, Eric, let's hear your thoughts. <laughs> can't be digs. Somebody like Jarvis Landry, somebody like one of those route runner type guys, like a Keenan Allen, maybe Travis Kelsey, Hopkins, Cooper cup. Uh, I don't know. Who who do you like out of those guys I mentioned? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Okay. Um, Shout out to Quentin Tarantino for writing. I was going to say that's from a movie. Let's go. Let's go, Devontae Adams. Sounds good. We're going to check in with Devontae Adams for one hundred points. All right, checking in Devontae Adams for one hundred points. I'll be shocked if the other team doesn't have Devontae Adams, but I'll ask him anyway. What'd you guys come up with? We don't have Devontae Adams because okay. the first the first name that popped into my head when you said that was third down guy and the Bills had a ton of first downs and I was I I don't know why I thought it, but I thought Cole Beasley uh for seventy points. Checking in Cole Beasley for seventy points. Unfortunately, no points will be awarded for this round. The correct answer with twenty-eight third down receptions for first down this year from Justin Herbert. The answer is Keenan Allen. All right. Question number four in the category of fourth, three players are tied for the fourth most NHL all-star game appearances with 15. One of them is Mark Messier. One of them is a defenseman who spent his 21 year career with nine different teams. And the last one is a six time Stanley cup champion. Name the last two. We're going to go ahead and check in, Scott. All right. Semantic Satiation has checked in. Really interested to uh, see what Eric and Dan come up with here. Mostly Eric. I'm just saying I've heard of one of the names he gave me. <laughs> so uh, The first one, I don't know why it took me so long. 21-year career, nine different teams. It's Paul Coffey. Six Stanley Cup championships. It's got to be, like we said, it's a Leaf or a Canadian, or he played for both. And chances are he played for both. Um, but it's going to be back in the... 50s, the 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. So Red Kelly came to mind. He was a big Maple Leafs guy. I think he played for the Red Wings too. Um, he was on a big line in Toronto with uh, Bob Nevin and I don't know how was it uh, Mahavlovich or Mahavlich or something like that. Frank, it's Frank Mahavlich. I know, yeah. I know that name. I know he won a Calder Trophy because I, lo- I've been through that Calder list 105 times. I can tell you Carl Voss won the first ever 
Calder Trophy. In- Vosswater? Yes. He, he Same guy. Uh- Buck Elastic did it, too. Buck- <laughs> <laughs> episode guys, tell me not- about Buck Elastic. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard of Red Kelly, though, right, Dan? Maybe. Maybe. So no. Well, the, the one that I've heard of is uh, Frank Mahovlich. Only reason I know him is because of he was on that line and he won a Calder Trophy. I, I know Red Kelly's name more so than... Well, if you think Red Kelly, then go Red Kelly. I mean, uh, yeah, at, at this point, it's going with a name that I've heard of. That's it. Okay. And he didn't even play for the White Sox. He didn't. Maybe he should have. Uh, let's go. Yeah, we're gonna check in with Red Kelly for a hundred points. You're just checking in with one answer. Oh, we need two and Paul Coffee. I already said Paul Coffee. Yeah, I know. So Paul <laughs> Coffee was ten minutes ago, though. Paul Coffee and Red Kelly for a hundred yeah. points. All right, and over to Semantic Satiation for your answer and wager, please. Yeah, I mean, Paul Coffee was the only name that made sense to me. I didn't remember that he played for nine teams. It seems like a lot, but that I. Couldn't come up with anything else. Um, and then. Oh, I had one that I wanted to do along yeah, with Paul Coffey. I was just going to say, Matt. Uh, Mark cut it off. You wouldn't let me do it. And I wanted to go with Jimmy Cappuccino, but no, <laughs> I got shot down because Mark came up with a different name. Go ahead, Mark. Sure. Wasn't with... Dan, Dan Espresso. You sure? <laughs> I just came up with the name of the guy that played for a long time and he probably didn't win six cups, but uh, Bobby Hull. All right. Checking in with Paul Coffey and Bobby Hull. For 70 points. For 70 points that you will be losing because Bobby yep. Hole is not correct. I can tell you both that Paul Coffey is correct. For the second one, I can tell you that he played under Punch Imlac. can tell you that he played on a line with Bob Nevin. And I can tell you that his name is Frank Mahovlich. So he also played on a line with this Red Kelly fella. Yeah, he did. So six Stanley Cups. He played for the Leafs, then the Wings, then the Canadians in that order. All right, so no points awarded on that last question, bringing us to the fifth and final question. Question five in the category of fifth. The San Diego Chargers drafted fifth overall in back-to-back years. In 2001, they drafted LaDainian Tomlinson. What defender did they draft with the fifth overall pick in 2002? We can check in. Everything is back to normal. (laughs) Eric and Dan have checked in. Eric has checked in. So for everybody listening at home, that was legit five seconds for him to check yeah, in. Yeah, that's not editing magic. <laughs> um, uh, so Chargers defender would have been drafted in 02. I mean, they drafted Eric Weddle, Eric Weddle around that time, but he's still playing. That seems way too long. They had a pretty solid defense too back then. They did. I can't think of much of their defensive backfield though. Merriman was definitely in that time frame. In that time frame. I don't know they would have gone fifth, but I don't know if I can come up with anything better. I mean, I can't think of any other. Who did they have a corner back then? I'm totally blanking on that team. Yeah, I mean, they were they were decent. That was like the Flutie Breeze Chargers. I mean, I don't have anything better than Merriman that I can think of. You want to do it or do you want to? I, I would just go with that. Okay. So we'll check in with Sean Merriman. For 35 points. All right. Checking in with Sean Merriman for 35 points. Eric, why don't you give him the right answer and tell us what your wager is? 
John Merriman was 2005, and he was like 12th overall. He did go to Maryland. Uh, he did go. Yes, he did go. Yeah, okay, I, was, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't dreaming. Eric Weddle was, I forget the year, but he was a second round pick, maybe 04, 05. Yeah, 05, 06, I think. Yeah. Um, but fifth overall out of Texas, cornerback Quentin Jammer. Mm-hmm. And we right. wagered 100 points. And order has been restored. One team getting points on this one. The correct answer is Quentin Jammer. Fifth overall, tie for a corner. He did play there for most almost all of his career, though. So yeah, he was definitely on those those teams. Uh, I remember the Patriots playing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Him and Sammy Davis were the corners. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> Dan, I thought Dan fell asleep there for a second. <laughs> hard to play, hard to play defense with just one eye, man. <laughs> His depth perception was way off. <laughs> the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores for the last time. Semantic satiation finishes with a whopping seventy points. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Sean Mannion Award with 624 points, is something to do with peanuts. Eric and Dan. Oh, I know what it is. Anybody want a peanut? Congratulations, gentlemen. Yeah, this was a barn burner. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it was something. But uh, I'm sorry, was... I'm not paying attention. I was about to go read this article that you sent me about Buck Elastic, and I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> is it safe to open though is the question it should be probably, yeah. probably NSFW. Not, not with kids in the room it, yeah. it should be um i'll throw it over to mark thanks again for coming on always a pleasure to have you on uh you know i i wish that your fate was better here but uh you know you're a good egg to have on i like your beard uh you're good for the <laughs> podcast so you're welcome back anytime yeah thanks it was a ton of fun and i i'm sorry i couldn't help uh matt out the i Will not lie. A lot of these questions were not in my wheelhouse. You asked me about rookies of the year from the sixties, and uh, that not, one was for Matt. So it's just not something I'm studying. But uh, yeah, tough game, uh, but definitely fair. Um, I enjoy tough questions and trying to answer them. And uh, I love the show. I love the format. Uh, was happy to play pick and roll. That was uh, a lot of fun. Hadn't played that one before. Um, so yeah, it was great. And uh, congratulations to Dan and Eric. And I will know not to poke the bear. Hmm. There you go, uh, Matt. I would like to say that let it ride or throw in the towel is really what did us in, but it really wasn't what did us in. <laughs> no, it was the first, the second, the halftime, and the fourth quarter. Hey, third, hey, third Matt got Mario okay. Lopez. I did get Mario Lopez. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I think that had the other team gotten Ben Grieve, they might have had a shot at the uh the point time record there had they just gone for it. But uh I'll I'll let them tell you about that. Uh, I'll start with Eric. You only think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched the classes when your back was turned. That's all I got. You fool, you <laughs> fell victim to one of the classic blunders. Most well-known is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. I guess that's it then. So no one else is going to thank Mark. That's cool. Anyways, Mark, thanks oh, again for coming. No, I, I'll thank Mark. <laughs> Mark was Mark was good to me the first time he was on. So, that's uh, right. Hey, I, I appreciate he, Mark taking the challenge. It was, 
uh, any anything that gives me or anybody that gives me a reason to team up with Dan, I, I appreciate it. So yeah, more people should do that. If there's anyone else out there that wants to do it, that's great. Go ahead and contact uh, the us on the bench or on the Facebooks or on the Twitters or something like that. Yeah, but I'm not teaming up with you. I don't care. I'm done with this. Am I gonna have to write even harder questions? Jeez. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. Oh, shit. I just wanted to use a whistle. <laughs> I stopped the recording. <laughs> Nothing good can come of the recording. <laughs> Still being on. Uh-